Welcome to the Desert Street Podcast, the podcast helping you develop forex trading skills for more freedom. I'm your host, Etienne Kret. Let's get started right away. Your results in trading are as good as you, as who you are at this point. So, in other words, if you want to succeed in trading, you got to focus on yourself. Risk is good, all this stuff is good, and I think it's important, but you gotta look at yourself. Who are you? What do you do in the market? Are you consistent with what you do? And do you have the same routine, the same habits all the time? Or do you just like go and, and play with the market when you feel like it? And I think that determines how people, like what level people are at, I believe. Focus on the risk. I mean, you know, entry is important. Focus on things you control, but. Uh, Once that button is pushed and you enter, it's all about risk management. You can't control the markets, you can't control price movement, but you can control risk. So focus on what you can control, master that, and uh, you know, you'll be around for a long time. Go and find, spend time finding where there is a strong edge in your favor. And I think too many people I'm a Euro trader <laughs> and you know, or they're obsessed because they took two losses on the Euro and now they want to get their money back. Right? So they're stuck on the Euro. You know, when I lose on one asset, I really try very quickly to leave that asset and go find something else because that asset hates me today. Right? And I don't try to get my money back on it. I try to go and find something else. A lot of times I, I do, you know, get stuck there and I'll take one or two or three trades. But when I am in a good state, I'll leave that asset and go and find something. So the trick is to find opportunity and spend your time searching. And two, a lot of the ideas you come up with aren't going to work. There's, it's amazing, you know, people think, hey, they come up with an idea and they expect it to work. Most ideas don't work, especially when you add in slippage and commission, you know, trading costs. Most things end up losing money. So you got to try a lot of different things. I spend my entire life, if you will, for the last five years since I've been in the education business, trying to fix people's expectations. Because, you know, every time I turn on YouTube, Binary options, I took $100 to $20,000 in 3.4 seconds. And, you know, all of my competitors love to tell you how much money you're going to make, right? And, I mean, we're in the greed business, right? So we're selling greed. If you really think about what an educator does, he's selling greed. He's selling you the greed of money, right? And there's only one other business that you can be in that uh, is more powerful, and that's when you're selling sex, right? So we're in the two most powerful businesses, right? Greed. And, you know, most people, what's the first thing you do when you look at an educator's website? You go and you find out how much money either he's making or how much money his students say they're making. And that's what makes you, you look at their past performance, their track record, right? And that's what gets you excited and that's what motivates you. Now, that's probably one of the worst things you can do. Because 
First of all, just because somebody is making some amount of money does not mean you can make that amount of money. So just because somebody is doing something doesn't necessarily mean that you can do it, right? Doesn't mean that you can do it. Don't ever, it's good, to, it's good for me to look at her and take a little bit from it, but I had to be, I had to find what works for me because like I said, I have to find how the market makes sense to me. Do I see this inefficiency and can I exploit this inefficiency? Is it something that I can do? I think the best advice I could give is don't rush it. You know, don't don't rush it. It's not a casino because the thing with the casino is that when when you go to a casino, you go with let's say $100 cash, you know, $200 cash. And you know if you spend that, you're done, you're going to go home. But if you go to the ATM, then you have a problem. You know, but the thing with trading is that you know you have your whole account you need to really like you know make a plan you need to see that okay what are your goals for a week let's say it's going to be like one percent a day or maybe like five percent a week or whatever the goal is just don't rush the process enjoy the process you know at the end of the day it's all going to work out if you give it time discipline is the one of the uh, most um well, two key um, elements that make any successful trader that's the, the hardest thing for a lot of people to overcome in the market patience and discipline um, and not having it but the market will definitely teach you um, to become patient and disciplined if you're not already if you have a set of uh, rules like rules for entry of any strategy which hopefully people listening will um, and you stick to them you'll accept that okay there's no strategy which wins all the time some strategies win some of the time some most of the time but there's no strategy that wins the whole time and losing the battle i.e losing the trade is part and parcel of trading it's like a necessary business expense to ultimately winning the war and having a positive overall equity curve over the course of months and the years you'll be trading for whereas really the honest truth is trading's hard and you need to worry about making like consistent gains on your account regardless of your account size like look to make a percentage gain and if someone's got a five thousand dollar account realistically you're not going to be able to live on that but what you need to do to start with is learn how to trade and, and i think that's the thing that most people make the mistake they try to jump in you know both feet too quick mm -hmm. or they try to think that this forex trading things going to suddenly change their life around and they can stop work next week and realistically you can't you know you have to learn how to trade because if we use that five thousand dollar account example if over the course of a year you've got very low risk and you make let's say a 50 percent return you know just making yeah. numbers easy for us to calculate you know 50 percent return is possible and it's quite you know it's quite achievable with low risk and but people will turn around and go well Andrew, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it's two and a half thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I can't live. You know, how, how can I live on that? And I turn around and go, well, what an amazing trader you are! You've made a fifty percent return with controlled risk and consistency. So learn how to trade first, and I think that's the problem that most people don't do. They look to make money to start with, to go full time from the start, pretty much. Yes, yeah. yes, and you cannot do that. You have to, it's like learning a, a skill or a sport or a musical instrument or whatever it might be. You have to do the learning the how bit first, you know, before you can 
jump in and make a fortune out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that most people don't do that. If you are sticking with the rules and you're having a good outcome or even a break-even outcome, then reward yourself uh, with something that is unrelated to trading, um, something that you might not otherwise do. Um, you treat yourself like a, 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 an evening out somewhere, like a nice restaurant or go clubbing with your friends to a club you wouldn't otherwise go to, a nice upmarket, upscale place, or, um, you know, just use your imagination. But if it's a, a punishment... <laughs> then it's the reverse of that. Do something which you ultimately really don't want to do. The first thing you should do when you're trying to trade is you, you've got to learn who you're trading against. <laughs> and I just find this so... I find it so funny that so many people don't see the obvious, right? Um, when, when we were on the floor the big floor traders were trying to hide their orders from us, right? Because they were our competition, meaning that if they got, if we got a better fill than they did, it was less volume than they could do. They didn't want us knowing what we were doing, what they were doing, so they would try to hide it, right? So I quickly realized that my competition was other traders, right? Other traders don't want you to know what they're doing, so they try to hide it. And it's a zero-sum game. It's very much like poker, right? I am trading trading against smart money ever, but I'm trying to figure out what smart money's doing. Because um, when I can understand the business models of smart money, how do they make decisions? Do they just wake up and flip a coin? You know, oh, we're going to buy, right? No. So you have to, when you're trading any market, whether it's copper, gold, silver, um, currencies, stocks, you have to understand the business model behind those players that are moving 90% of the volume. I'm definitely not a person who says 50 pip stop, 100 pip profit, uh, because no. <laughs> to me that's pointless and it means nothing. You know, 100 pips on a fast moving British pound, New Zealand dollar trade is nothing, mm-hmm. yet 100 pips on the euro Swiss franc when the market's dead is huge. Yeah. yeah. So these people that tend to want to measure their profit in pips, to me, it's not the right way to go. So I always use levels that are relevant for the market movement at the time. If the market's moving a lot, then um, my Fibonacci levels give me a bigger profit target in terms of the size of the pips. If the market's moving less and therefore the setup candle is smaller, my profit target will be closer. But having said that, the reward to risk that I get out of a trade is still much the same. Mm -hmm. So I'm still risking, let's say, half of 1% to make maybe 1% or 1.5%, sometimes 2% if I can get a fourth of one reward to risk trade. That again becomes irrelevant of the currency pair, the direction or the time frame of the chart. You're still risking the same amount of your account and depending on the trade and how much movement there is in the market at the time, you're still looking to make a high reward to risk out of the trade. 